0: Welcome back to another edition of The Real Man Show. This is Jason Lo- Jason Graves along with Rob McIntyre and Mike Janung. Hello guys. Hey, hello
1: Jason, Mike. How you guys doing? I'm uh I'm hanging in there. I've got some obvious some interesting things going on in my life at some point I'll share with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm the Lord is on the throne. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. That's for sure. So, uh, we're here we are on this Saturday talking about pornography in the USA and the church. So it should be a pretty interesting uh pretty interesting mm-hmm. topic, not one that you hear on the on the radio every
1: day, guys. No, mm. and and you know, we were talking about the uh the three major auto industries are uh, you know, pornography is actually more profitable than the three major auto industries and is that you right? can you can kind of see why maybe there's not so much press because really if you look at those major industries as well as the uh, the video industry that they're they're making a lot of money off of this so and they control the media.
2: Well, the three auto industries are having a lot of trouble right now too.
1: Oh, you mean financially? Yeah, yeah, yeah But you know, you look at uh, I don't I don't even know the names of the uh, the d- digital industry, you know, cable and all that. But I know that they're all large, uh, you know, uh, owners of of a lot of the pornography. That's what I've heard. And hmm. so yeah so I can kind of see why maybe there isn't so much press because they control the mass media
0: hmm. well, listen, if you've got input, this is actually actually gonna be a two show topic, so we'll be talking about this next week as well. so in the meanwhile, feel free to email us at the real man show at hotmail dot com with any questions, and we'll read those on air for you. But I think it's important to address you know several areas. Uh Mike you've done a great job on on research mm-hmm. and uh and I'm just wondering if you could <clears throat> bring out a couple stats of some of the most important uh, f- of features and facts of of this epidemic in our country.
2: Well what all we're going to go over is going to show that pornography has become it's saturated our culture it's mm-hmm. it's in every place it's in <clears throat> it's in the internet it's all over the internet uh, the movie industry uh, it's a big seller, and hotel rooms are making a lot of m- money off of porn in the hotel rooms. Uh, it's sap sucking money out of businesses mm-hmm. to where uh, our workers are spending time on with online porn. It's mm-hmm. all over our schools. Uh, if if you, and it's in our homes, whether we want it or not. Right.
0: I'm talking about schools, and and I'm reading the stat here: uh, a study of university networks by Palisade System. Systems at 230 colleges nationwide found that 73% of movie searches were for pornography. 24% of image searches were for uh, child pornography. Is that right? Gosh, wow. only 3% of the searches did not involve pornography or copyrighted material, and that's from the Des Moines Register uh, in about 2003. So, I mean, this is this is being accessed in in state. Funded schools at the university level,
1: yeah, and you know what? This I I just think the the long term the long term impact on this this is our learning institutions across right. our nations our higher in you know learning institutions and seventy three percent of the searches are porno-
2: pornographic. Mm. Well, and our young people are being corrupted right from the gate, right? And and that's it's setting them up for a long struggle with this with this junk that's going to mess up their lives and has a potential to screw up their marriages and later on their families.
1: Yeah. And, and I, I know Jason knows this, Mike, but I didn't know, I don't know if you know this. And of course our listeners don't know this, but I did a group for several years for uh high school boys. And it was just amazing how they just felt so much like a, somebody in a spider's web and mm. they didn't even understand the impact of pornography. And, and so uh, it was just a real powerful time that I spent with them and, and, Giving them some freedom through some of the stuff that I've learned, and even my sons as well, mm-hmm. but they're they're totally they're totally oblivious to this mm-hmm. impact. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you talk a little bit about how
0: pornography impacts you on a, a biological or f- physiological level in the brain?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, we know that sex is a very powerful thing. I mean, God designed it to be a powerful event, and uh, you know, a lot of times that's why there's some of the almost uh, convulsive parts of an orgasm, and it's because it's so powerful. And, and you know what happens is endorphins and enkephalins are, wash the brain when you have, actually have an orgasm, male and female, and it hits the pleasure center of the brain, which is right at the top of your head. And so what happens is you've got an event here that's very intoxicating, something that's very powerful, and what, we, what the way we were designed as humans is what we're looking at, what we're focusing on for women, the emotional impact at that time, that is, that is a major shock to the system, a positive shock that brings memory. Mm-hmm. So you can see how neurologically, it, it, Doug Weiss uses the term brain cookies. We feed the brain. We eat something mm-hmm. that impacts us. It's, it's that kind of a powerful event that makes us have these strong memories, and it's such a prime, primal... Um, sense as a human, Mm -hmm. and it's such a deep part of the brain. So anytime that you're being sexual and it's it's inappropriate, then there is the possibility of becoming addicted to that inappropriate event or whatever you're looking at.
0: Yeah, and that begs the question, well, does everybody who looks at pornography have an orgasm? Well, of course not. Some people are just perusing. But we've got a stat that Mike uh, found from the Kinsey Institute, says that, uh, answering the question why do you use pornography the top five answers were number one answer 72 percent responded that they use pornography to masturbate or for physical release mm. so yeah. it, the the two go virtually hand in hand um, no pun intended but you know i mean this is a serious thing and and you know when you uh, look at what happens in the brain, as Rob described, um, if you can go back to basic psychology for just a second, you know psychology 101 one in in uh, you know high school or early college, you remember pavlov 's dogs, right. and this is the basic example of classical conditioning right. where Pavlov would ring the bell and then feed the dogs, ring the bell, feed the dogs, and after a while. All he had to do was ring the bell and the dog started salivating. So it's a conditioned response that we create in our brain to get aroused as a result of uh, thinking about these things, looking at these things. And it's kind of like the illustration I like to use is is if you were to go out to the end of your driveway and dig a ditch between the street and the sidewalk, and every day you walked back and forth Mm -hmm. in that ditch down to the store, uh, over time that ditch gets deeper and wider, to the point where even if you want to use the street or the sidewalk, right. because of the erosion, there's a propensity to fall back into the ditch. Right. And that's the neurological pathway that's created in your brain. Right. And that's the addiction. So what we try to help guys do is cut off that uh, pathway altogether and take a different route. Right. So it's pretty important to do to, to retrain the brain like that. But I, I think we need to start looking at the problem in the um, In the greater breadth, I mean when you look at uh, we just talked about what 's happening in the schools and that the internet is is more pornography than than not um, let 's look at what happens in our homes um, here 's an interesting stat Americans rent upwards of eight hundred million porn videos and DVDs a year compared with three point six billion non porn videos so we 're looking at. Roughly twenty-five percent right. of uh, of all, actually twenty percent of all rentals are porn- pornography. Wow. That's have, pretty staggering.
1: I have a client currently who is uh, who is a, was a porn star, and it is mm. just it is such a major um, healing process for this person. Mm. And uh, you know, my heart breaks for them to hear their story and to hear some of the things that they'd done in their own choice for money, mm-hmm. and then what they got involved in to just even be able to perform in those types of settings. Mm-hmm. Uh, addictions, uh, uh, other than just sex, was part of it. It was drugs and alcohol to lower the inhibitions. There's actually some studies on people who have been in pornography, uh, the making of pornography videos, and and their messes. typically, they're all addicted to some degree, and they all have a major fallout in their life because they can't live with this. This this kind of behavior over a, a short period of time is devastating on the human psyche and spirit. Mm-hmm.
2: From what I've heard, a lot of those porn actresses, actresses, and actors are on drugs while they're doing mm-hmm. they're filming those films because they can't stand what they're doing to themselves. Right. <clears throat> so they have to sear their consciences and
1: absolutely, absolutely. And it's the same thing. Actually, this this is a good point to bring up. It's the same thing with people who look at pornography, they they have, they have sear their conscience as well. So, you know, I, I when I uh, talk to men, um, I have this course um, called the Anorexia Course. It's a 10-week course that I do. Um, I talk to them at some point about the hardness of their heart. See, in Jeremiah, it talks about the stones in the field and that we must remove the stones. What I've found for most of the men that I deal with, at some point, they harden their heart. One to their parents, one to themselves. Are two to themselves, and then three to God.
2: Yeah, and in the masturbation um, topic, 61% of married Christian men admitted that they masturbate. In a survey Dr. Atribal Hart took in the sexual man, yet only 13% of them said they felt it was normal. So that's right in line with what you're talking about with... Right, right. They're having to dull their senses.
1: Yeah. And, you know, back to what Jason was saying, I think it's important that we say the solution as uh, from a biological standpoint, how we have found to get that initial 30-day addiction, 40-day addiction over for masturbation is actually, we do call it classical or reconditioning. Mm-hmm. And so what we, what we found is that if we use a rubber band and introduce pain into the brain every time mm-hmm. You are trying to reward the brain with the brain cookies, and you use a rubber band on your wrist, or you pinch yourself, Mm -hmm. or something along those lines. You don't want to be too masochistic in your pain, but Mm -hmm. you want to introduce pain with the thought of doing that behavior. So Mm -hmm. let's say you're being tempted, and then you introduce pain. Then the brain goes, ooh, pain when I think of this? Ouch. And we found also that OCD people, obsessive compulsive disorders, that when people would have these obsessive thoughts, that if they introduce pain, that they would stop thinking these thoughts, 80% right. reduction within 30 days.
0: Right. 80% reduction in the frequency and intensity of unwanted impulses. Correct. By replacing that pleasure reinforcement with a negative, uh, painful reinforcement. Right. So That's pretty
2: substantial. It, it, you know, Not I, it, better to go ahead.
1: Well, I was just going to say that uh, I think it's also, it's important as Christians that we, we, for, we sometimes forget that we have this human part of us, right. this biological part and we need to look at all three parts of our life: spirit, body, and soul. Right. What were you going to say, Mike?
2: it's a lot better to walk around with a purple wrist than the
1: shame from having acted out. Sure. Oh, yeah. And the personal, you know, you know as well as I do, it's that it's that under that that you know eroding of our our spiritual life because mm-hmm. of this secret behavior.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So that's a great tip. Go out there, and and by the way, when it comes to a rubber band, you can uh, buy a. A bundle of asparagus and you get two thick purple rubber <laughs> bands right and so a those ones don't hurt as bad when you snap them because they're bigger and b they don't get caught in your arm hair right. if You got hairy arms like like me Uh,
2: Can't you stretch that sucker out a lot further though? uh, Maybe I don't know. (laughs) Well,
0: they (laughs) got those new designer rubber
1: bands, don't they?
0: Well, here's the deal, though. You know, don't just take it off of the uh, asparagus. Buy the asparagus. You get the vitamins thrown in, and I don't (laughs) get a letter from the asparagus growers of America. Okay, Uh, so it's a it's a good uh, it's very helpful tip. I think I wore my rubber band uh, for well over a year. In fact, I I just recently took it off. So, but um, guys, when we survey recovered sex addicts the number two most helpful thing in their responses is uh the rubber band technique right okay so that's second to a a wife that's supportive of the process so that's incredible and in a little bit here i want to get to talking about um the church a little bit more and the impact in there but um here's another stat that may may give you a little bit of a wake-up call but if you look at the big picture of pornography in our country uh, at $12 billion a year, the revenues of the porn industry in the U.S. are bigger than the NFL, the NBA, and the Major wow. League Baseball uh, League as uh, combined. And in fact, worldwide porn sales are reported to be $57 billion. That's all over the globe. Uh, to put this in perspective, Microsoft, who sells the operating system, uh, used most on computers uh, in the world, in addition to other software, reported sales of... Three uh thirty six point eight billion in two thousand four. So pornography is outselling Microsoft.
1: Uh you know, that's huge. I yeah. mean we're talking about a lot Gosh, of money. And you know, <laughs> I hear about a new athlete's uh income, I mean it drives me nuts. And I'm thinking the porn industry we don't even talk about that. It's not even being talked about how much these uh, people are making at the expense of so many other humans. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know what? These are real people
0: that are making uh, this money. It's not just, you know, uh, you know, these mysterious dark figures. I got an interesting story. When I was in high school, I met a guy named Seth Warshavski and I um, was, you know, we were, he was a little bit younger than me. Uh We worked together. I'd give him rides home and whatnot. And, and uh, we were kind of into the party scene. And, and a couple of years later, uh, Probably ten, fifteen years later, I was watching TV and it was talking about. I think it was a movie, a show like one of those Inside Edition type shows or right. Hard Copy, something like that. They were doing an, uh, an expose on the the Internet porn king in America and how this guy had uh, done, uh, you know, hundred million dollars in sales of pornography and was, you know, creating all these new ways of, of getting people access to pornography. And I, I looked at the guy, and I thought, well, that guy looks pretty familiar. Sure enough, it was Seth Warshovsky, this guy I had worked with as a teenager. So I thought, well, I'll just give him a call. And so I called him in faith, just thinking, maybe I can share the Lord with this guy. I don't uh-huh. know. I talked with my pastor and asked, how can I talk to a guy like this who's making hundreds of millions of dollars about what he's really doing to people? And he, he just said to us, just tell him that you probably aren't intending to hurt anybody, but that this is really causing a lot of havoc in folks' lives. So I, I called him. To my surprise, he actually took my call. I don't know if he remembered me or not, but when he got on the phone, he said he did. And, uh, and I said, hey, I just was wondering if we could get together sometime and I can take you out to lunch. And and before I could even f- finish my sentence, he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, can I call you back? And you know, I, I said, sure. Uh-huh. And I never heard from him again. Wow. So um, there is some spiritual oppression going on in yeah, these people's lives. I, it was very thick. Yeah. yeah, we couldn't even have a full telephone conversation for longer than 13 seconds. Right. Uh, so we we need to pray for those yeah. who are in the throes yeah. of pornography, not just on a consumer basis, but on a provider, right. pro- proliferator basis as well.
1: Yeah, it goes back to the love of money. Hey, if you're tuning in this Saturday, you're uh, listening to The Real Man Show on KZNT and K-Gift. And this is Rob McIntyre, along with Jason Graves and Mike Ganung. <laughs> Mike Janung, yes, Janung, um, Okay, <laughs> leave it to Rob. G- to butcher a. Okay,
0: hey, let's just make fun of you a little bit. Okay, okay? go ahead. Because I mean, you're a big guy and you can take it, and so it's a way to just you know re- uh, model grace and and humility for our, <laughs> our listeners, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you you wear it so well, and you look so it. good oh, doing it. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you.
0: If they can see me now, <laughs> yeah, right? Okay, so listen, we, as we um kind of turn the corner here on the show, let let 's talk a little bit more about the church because you may be out there thinking well yeah that 's all well and good. there are other people who use pornography or you know, like uh, low life non Christian type people, but it really is <laughs> is, is not that 's not the truth at all. In fact, um, how is the church doing well in December of two thousand, the National Coalition to protect Children and Families. Uh, surveyed five Christian campuses to see how the next generation of believers was doing with sexual purity, and and guess what they found? 48% of males admitted to current porn use, and 68% of them, these are kids on a Christian campus, said they intentionally viewed a sexually explicit site at the school. So. You know that's pretty remarkable. I mean, imagine these are your kids out there, folks, uh, who are going to these Christian schools, and your yeah. boys are being exposed to this stuff.
1: I, I have a story, a relevant story to that, and and I, you know, I really can't talk about the school because it, you know, I've I've actually talked to the uh, vice principal about this. Uh, it was over a year and a half ago, and uh, my my youngest son, Garrett had was doing a search and there was a teacher who was a computer teacher at the time. And I believe that there was some pornography viewing going on. And Garrett just did a search and all this porn popped up at a public school. This is like one of the top schools in this district out here. And so we confronted it. I wanted to blow the lid. I thought, man, I should call the media. You know, this is sick. And I ended up finding out that somebody else's daughter and she was having problems and he didn't find out until he was asking some real direct questions but, you know, it was just, I think, you know, there's, there's some stuff there and, and right. I wanted to take this place apart mm-hmm. and, but I wasn't getting the response that I thought was appropriate. So I kept on pursuing it and little, you know, a couple months beyond that, I found that the teacher was gone. Wow. But there was no public response and I might be stirring it up a bit by even saying this today, but you know, I couldn't get them to respond. I wish mm-hmm. that they would come clean with this, right. you know? Right.
2: Well, you're saying there's no public response, but if we're looking at $57 billion in porn sales uh, a year, then Mm -hmm. we have to come to terms with the fact that porn has now become an accepted part of our culture. And that, I think I read recently where Adelphia was going to have Add Triple X porn to their cable uh, list of programs in California. the basic thrust of it was that their customers wanted it. They demanded it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and our whole values in the, in the U S today have gone backwards.
1: Mm-hmm. Gals glitz and glory, you know, it's money. Uh, the love of money is mm-hmm. the love of, of, you know, um, feeling our central desires and lust. You know, one of the, the things that I saw here too, in these statistics, I thought was really surprising was 38% of adults believe it is morally acceptable to look at pictures of nudity or explicit sexual behavior, hmm. and you can even see how our television has gone on public TV. I mean, they're right up to the edge. Mm-hmm. They have pushed it right to the edge of the envelope.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and and ladies, this is affecting your husbands uh, in the church as well. In fact, in 1996. Uh, Promise Keepers survey at one of their stadium events revealed that over fifty percent of the men in attendance were involved with pornography within one week of attending the event. So, right. and and by the way, let me give you a little tip on how to discover if your um, your husband is looking at pornography on your computer. Good job. Go down to the the internet and turn yeah. on the internet and get your web browser up. You know, this is Internet Explorer, right. and go up to Tools on the top. And then down at the bottom of that drop-down menu, you will see Internet Options. And then on there, you will see um, the history. And you can also look at the history by just clicking in the button at the top of your Internet Explorer right. and uh, doing that really quick. But what you can do is look at the the different options that it gives you yesterday uh you know Tuesday or whatever last week and look through there and see if there is something going on because you are the first line of defense in your home if you've got a husband that is involved with this kind of stuff and you may uh, think, well, why uh, why should it matter? Well, because first of all, you deserve to be the apple of your husband's eye, right. not Britney Spears, not you know anybody else. Right. God intended that you be cherished and loved and honored in that relationship. Right. If your husband is looking at pornography, he's creating an attachment to that woman, right. however airbrushed she is, however uh, compromised she is. You, you are being replaced by this lie. Right. So make sure and stand up for yourself. And of course, if they need help, there are counselors like Rob and I out there that can work with your husband right. and, uh, and get you the help you need. In fact, Rob, why don't you give uh, your phone sure, number?
1: Sure. It's 593-1163. That's locally here in Colorado Springs and one 593 1166 if you're outside of the area. And uh
0: of course you can reach me at 590 Soul. That's five ninety seventy six eighty-five. And uh usually we work with guys for, you know, uh, three, four months, get them in group, get them cleaned up, right. and it's uh it's a great thing to see a free man, and that's what we're oh, dedicated yeah.
1: to. Yeah, four and a half years for me, and, and there's nothing better. There mm-hmm. is nothing better. I feel so free. I feel so in my own thought processes. I don't look around and check out the the nearest woman. It's not right. it's not part of my life anymore, right. and there's some freedom there. And you know, one of the things, Jason, just real quickly too, uh, as far as what the husband does in that home, he's basically leaving a big hole in the umbrella right. for the family, and he is inviting certain uh, spiritual entities into their life, right. and he's setting the home up for damage. And so, ladies, I know you're you're the mama bears. And maybe some of you haven't had to confront your husband on this, but it is as if somebody is burglarizing your home.
0: Right.
2: Well, and deep down, most men want, we want to have our wives to be the only right focus of our life. You're right. Right. And a lot of guys that they may not like in the beginning, but in the end, the result will be well worth it. Right. Absolutely.
0: And Mike, you, you are putting the shows on your website now. Is that Right. Right. So if you've missed today uh, all or part of today's show and you'd like to get a copy, you can listen to it on Mike's website. Why don't you give that information out, Mike?
2: www.blazinggrace.org.
0: Great.
1: Yeah, and let me give my website out too. It's uh freedomtolivecounseling.org. So if I have a couple tests on there that you can take if uh if you're concerned about sexual addiction or sexual anorexia as we've talked on other shows. We'll be talking about those terms a little more often, but you can go on my website and take that test free, freedomtolivecounseling.org.
0: So tune in next week when we are talking about pornography in America and the church, part two. And again, if you'd like to email us a question to be read on air live, you yes. can email that to The Real Man Show at Hotmail.com. But for now, uh, Rob, why don't we thank our sponsors? We've got
1: AffordableConferencing.com. Easy, affordable conference calling. Yes, and Red Nolan Collision Center, where they say, we will make your car new again.
0: A home for everything. Organizational services. Turning chaos into order for your home or business. That's a good one. I've personally (laughs) had that help me.
1: Uh, Thank you, Susan. Uh, The Cooper Team, uh, local Remax realtors, where pride begins at home.
0: And, of course, Land Rover
1: Colorado Springs, located on the hillside in Motor City. And last but not least, Handprint's Early Education Center, reaching the world through the heart of a child. Thank you to our sponsors.
0: Be sure and tune in next week. It's been great being with you. Yes, it sure has. Have a great week and stay free.
1: Bye-bye. Bye.